0: welcome back to the monday to monday podcast this week's guest is gavin aka terror gav on instagram i met gavin a few years ago when gary vaynerchuk was making original music with various artists in soho manhattan gavin was an engineer at that time and now he's a producer working with some of my favorite emerging artists on this episode, we talk about Gavin creating his own producer project, his journey from managing, engineering, and now producing, and also navigating the industry without a manager himself. So, today's guest, we have Gavin, AKA Terror Gav. How's it going, bro? Oh, it's going great, man. I feel good. Hell yeah. So we really mess with you on the Monday to Monday playlist. It's cool you're here in person for the podcast.
1: Yeah, yeah. It feels good to be on the playlist. It feels good to be here, man. I feel like I worked hard for it. So Yeah, definitely. Because we've known each other for years now. And then
0: you put out that uh, producer project with your, with your friends rapping on it. Um, tell us
1: a little bit about that, how it came together. Uh, honestly, like, I didn't even know I was going to put out that tape, Um I just like to work on songs with my friends. And one week I was just like, I think I'm going to drop something. I want people to hear my stuff. So I just put everything together in a list and I just dropped it. That's why I didn't have much promotion. But um, it was received really well. So it made me happy. Yeah, it's doing numbers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thanks for Monday to Monday.
0: (laughs) No, but for Out the Blue, like with emerging artists and you like making a name for yourself, it's doing numbers though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because the music's good, bro. Um, oh My God, I think
1: it's my favorite track. Okay. What's your favorite track on there? Uh, market. Market? Yeah, Market, bro. Um, market is actually, that song has to be almost like two years old. Really? If you, yeah, if you go on uh, Evlo's uh, actual Instagram page, he dropped a snippet, and people were just going crazy for it. Like They really love that song, um, and people really love Wedham. Yeah, so uh, that makes me happy because I just started working with uh, Fu, my yeah. boy. That's my boy though.
0: Fu, and then online he's a he goes by Funds, right? Correct. Correct. Okay. Yeah, tell us a little bit about how you linked up with Fu and Evlo. Uh, I
1: linked up with Evlo through he actually used to just sell me weed. Huh. <laughs> yeah, he uh, but he would come to off record. I used to work it off record, and he would just come through a lot, and um. He was actually working with another one of my homies, and um, I was like, oh, I didn't know you wanted to rap, bro, so I just started giving him beats, and we just started hitting it off. People really liked the sound that we were making together, and uh, with Foo, I met Foo uh, only a few months ago. I was uh, Really? Actually, yeah, I was actually- So at those songs boy, are fresh. Yeah, those are fresh. Everything with Foo is fresh. Uh, my boy Choppy's crib, I would stay at his crib out in LA, and- um, I met Foo and he was just like, "Yeah, bro, you you you're, you're going to love this dude." You met Foo in LA? I met Foo in LA. But you're both New York guys. Correct. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's from Brooklyn, bro. Right. Yeah, he's from Brooklyn. He's been uh apparently he's been doing that deep voice sound uh for a while. Right. So, I thought that was dope, bro. I never heard anybody sound like that. Right. Yeah, he definitely has that uh What would you co- would you consider that Drill or whatnot? Uh, I don't think the stuff he makes with me is drill. I think he does have a drill kind of vibe to it, but once I put him on my beats, I think it adds another element to it. So I think people gravitate toward that sound. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I can see that.
0: Um, talking about New York, like tell us a little bit about coming up, like which part of the city you're from, and like how you got first introduced to music on like a
1: major level, where like you knew it was like a career path for you. Oh man. Um. Yeah. I grew up in Harlem. Uh, and when did I know that music was going to be, uh, I actually was managing like, well, fake managing, like this little artist I was working with. Uh, I was like 17. Damn. Yeah. I was like 17, bro. Um, as soon as I graduated high school, uh, I never knew that I wanted to do music though. I just knew that I loved it and, um, it, it was just something to do. And then it turned into something that, you know, I was like, wow, I could really make something out of this. I saw the potential for growth and everything. So I thought it'd be, why not give it a go? I didn't start making music until I was around 19. Okay. Yeah. So I was like doing the little managing thing uh, because I really wanted to be an executive, Okay. which is what I still want to be. I just started making beats. Yeah. So uh, I thought it was dope to like kind of both of those things you Yeah know?
0: for sure If you want to be an executive And you learn different parts Of the business That only helps mm-hmm. For sure mm-hmm. Okay cool man um, So you got the project out
1: What's next? Oh uh, man uh, I just want to build up Ev uh, I want to build up Fu. Um, And I just want to find new talent man I'm just looking for new talent um, I don't want to work with people Who are already hot who are already on their way up uh i would like to but i don't want that to be the core of you know what i do i want to be the person that's constantly breaking new talent and um i just want to allow that talent to do whatever they want to do uh help them paint their picture nice yeah man so you don't have a manager right nah no manager are you trying to get
0: one or how you how you navigate the industry without a
1: manager That's a good question. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people ask me that question. Um, I honestly don't know. I think it's just my personality that, you know, uh, I try to just work hard. Uh, I try to be humble. And um, I try not to complain. Uh, I try to do good business. And I think, uh, you know, dealing with business people in the industry and stuff, they just see that and they gravitate toward that. But... um, yeah, one of my boys asked me that question the other day, like, how, how are you so good at the networking thing? And I'm like, I don't, I don't consider it networking. I just talk to people and, you know, I try to bring value to what they have going on and, you know, see if it'll help me out. And a lot of the time it does. Yeah, that's,
0: I mean, that's a good point, man. Two things you said I want to talk about. First, being humble, that'll take you far. People don't think about that, but being humble takes you far because people want to work
1: with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. Um, humility, bro. Yeah. Humility. Um, a lot of people have told me I'm, I'm known for that, just showing humility. It's not a bad thing. It's, a, it's an amazing trait to have.
0: Yeah, that's how when I met Richie South, one thing I said when I left that day, I was like, wow, that guy's really humble. He's going to go far. It was like a, he, was, he was really humble. But also the music was there, but I was like, because he's humble, he's yeah. going to take it the extra
1: extra step, you know? Yeah, bro. Like, if you know your stuff is hot, you know, and people are telling you your stuff is hot and you're just like, thanks, man. You know, I'm just working hard. I think that's the best way to go about things, yeah. you know? Like, save all the trash talk for when you're in the studio to get hyped up and stuff. <laughs> I do that in the studio. Oh, man, like, we're dope. But out in public, nah, man. You just keep it cool. <laughs>
0: Hell yeah. So what's one thing that you learned so far that you think like aspiring producers could take, take some advice from you there? Hmm. Oh, I have
1: a a great thing, man. Um, Think long-term. Short-term decisions, things fluctuate. I, I want to be in this business 20 years. I'm not caring about, you know, burning a bridge or, you know, doing bad business to get over on $1,000 or I'm thinking long term, I want to have, um, I want to maintain healthy relationships with the people I do business with because, you know, the reality is you're going to see these people again. Yeah. And uh, the same way that you see them on the way up is the same way that you'll see them on the way down. <laughs> uh, you'll need a couple favors. So just that long term that's smart
0: yeah bro you gotta be thinking about the long term the big picture like don't do the quick cash
1: yeah 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 don't do the quick cash um just don't do bad business bro like it's it's it never works out in the long term
0: yeah what's what's one thing
1: about the producer grind that people don't know Oh, it's freaking boring sometimes, bro. (laughs) 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 I love music, but I like to go out, bro. Um, You have to have a lot of focus. Uh, I think you have to have a lot of tenacity to just sit in a room by yourself for hours, especially if you're like me. I like to go out, bro. I like to have fun. But uh, when I jumped in this, I knew that I'd be making a sacrifice. So don't complain. You know, goes back to what I said, but yeah, bro, those hours will kill you. Sometimes you gotta, you know, let loose. But yeah, what do you what do you do to like set the
0: vibes in the studio,
1: like oh. to make sure that you could stand like those hours? Oh, I freaking um, my thing now that, that I've been doing for the past uh, few months is I like a lot of people in the studio. Really? Yeah, I like a I like a crowd who are also music people or just just your friends and stuff. Both. It doesn't matter. It could be no music people, all music people. Uh, I think that uh, it just gives me that extra push to perform better. Um, I definitely do things by myself, but um, I like to time myself. You like to do what? I like to time myself. Okay. To Yeah. Uh, how fast can I make a good beat? Not just a beat, a good beat. How fast can I make five good beats? How many beats can I make in this amount of time. And, uh, it's helped me, man. You know, I think it's a good, it's good to have a crowd. I like that. You built, you like build off their feedback. Uh, not necessarily. Um, if they don't like it, yeah, I guess you can say, yeah, if they don't like it, I'll probably keep doing what I'm doing, making the song, but then I'll just put it to the side. Let's work on the next song or the next beat. Uh anything that's just going to get the people jumping, I think that's the best way to get um an on-site reaction. I think that helps me a lot with my music too because all right, well if I have 20 people in the studio and they're all bumping to it, maybe the people outside will like it, you know. That's just my way of thinking about it.
0: Of course, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Um and when I met you, you were engineering like how would you say that affects your producer like viewpoint like being
1: an engineer or at least being able to engineer oh dude like what does that do for you as a producer everything <laughs> everything it makes all the difference bro it makes all the difference um if you go back to thinking long term i mean you can be the guy that sends out emails um or you can be Kenny Beats yeah and you know i just want to have that direct relationship with the artist where Even if I'm hiring an engineer to be doing my studio session or engineering my session, I can tell him what I want done. Yeah. I can verbalize what I need done to the song. Or I can ask the artist. When I used to engineer, I would actually, one of the first questions I would ask them is, how do you want to sound? Because most artists don't know the jargon for all of that. How do you want to sound? Oh, I want to sound like a rock star. I want to sound like I'm in a hall <clears throat> Alright cool Reverb All of that Blah 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 Um And then Some artists I'll walk them through The terminology If they really want to know But it makes all the difference bro All the difference
0: Hell yeah No yeah you're right I mean I, I've heard a lot of stories And I've seen it I've actually seen it Where a artist needs a beat And the The engineer's there With a pack on hand That I've seen placements Happen that way
1: Yeah I think it's uh it's one of those sneaky ways to get in, definitely. Hell yeah, yeah, definitely. I've gotten a couple placements like that, um, cause you're right there, bro. You know, yeah, hell yeah. If you can make them sound good. Like it's way better than the dude that has like hot beats or like you know, unless you're like a super producer. You know, they everybody has hot beats. For sure.
0: Well, not everybody, but I know what you're saying. <laughs> Some people are trash. So, um, yo, last, last, last question because we got to wrap this up.
1: What's next? Uh, what's next? I'm going to run up my numbers. I'm going to run up my brand, and I'm going to start a label. I'm going to use all of my money getting, from getting placements, uh, any type of money I get, and I'm going to start a label. And I'm going to start signing artists and producers. And it's going to be great. Damn. Okay. Ten years from now, it's going to be great.
0: Damn. Okay. So
1: we'll be watching for that. Yes. Yes.
0: All right. Well, yo, thanks for coming on the podcast, bro. Hey, man. Thanks for
1: having me, bro. Hell yeah. Thanks, Mike, bro. My boy, you're the goat, bro. Love you, man. I did so of you, bitch.
0: Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast and want to hear more, subscribe, rate, and review. And stay tuned for episodes every Monday.